Hello and welcome to Topop. I'm Charlie Clawson. My name's Will Anderson. <laughs> I'm going to try a new, like... A, a different way every yeah, week? every time, yeah. I was wondering whether, because um, sometimes when I listen to other podcasts, they will have, like, names for their listeners. Yeah, right. And, um, uh, you know, I was wondering Such what... Such as? Uh, uh, <laughs> no examples immediately come to mind. Uh, I listen to Mark Maron's podcast, yeah. WTF. Yeah. And like he, he calls them what the fuckers, what the fuckheads, what the, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, well, what are people listening to Tofop? Tofoppers. Tofoppers. Yeah. Is that what they are? Well, that's what I call them. Yeah. I think we've, I've referred to them on, on yeah. there as Tofoppers. But is that like the official welcome Tofoppers? I don't know. They can call them themselves whatever the fuck they want. Hit us on the Facebook page. Tell yeah. us what you'd like to be called. Tofoppers sexuals. Yeah. <laughs> Teabaggers. <laughs> oh, teabaggers yeah. is cool. Yeah, all right. Did you see there's a guy, um, one of our listeners, Bo Burns, um, he's, he's a big fan and he follows us on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. He's started a tribute podcast. Oh, really? Called 29 Foot of Pod. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> is, it a, is it a George Lucas style uh, like prequel? Has I Has he know. taken existing characters from ours and done like backstories? Well, I haven't heard it yet because he said, he, he put a message on the Facebook page yeah. saying that he recorded it. And what he said was he's recorded it in tribute to us. Now... Yeah. If it was in tribute to us, I imagine it's like covers of all our best episodes. Yep. Like he just is basically redoing our episodes because yep. isn't that what a tribute act does? Yeah. So is he like the Bjorn again? Yeah, that's or right. Or the Baba of <laughs> Tofop? <laughs> He's I like Sunday Bloody Sunday, the Australian U2 experience. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear it. So Bo, like upload it or, or you can, um, I oh know you can't post it. You can't post the sound file. Bo, upload it and let yeah. us know when you do because I'd be interested to see what uh, 29 foot of pod sounds like. Yeah. Maybe we could have like them all filled in. Like, you know, Down you get a one, one foot of pod, you know, and build up right up to 30 odd. We'll make it like Scientology where yep. there's like levels you can achieve yep. to get to 30 foot of pod. That's right. But I don't know if we want like, you know, the, what if the tribute's better than the original? Oh yeah, that's, we don't want to encourage that. Yeah, exactly. You know what fucking uh, Chamberlain encouraged when in his stint two weeks ago? All right. Always banging on about the fucking show you did with Michael Chamberlain. My, it was, like I said, it was just Seriously, just don't fucking bring it up all the time, It was just man. different. <laughs> he encouraged people rather irresponsibly, I thought to um, make fun of us on our Facebook page. What? He said, create like a fake account and go on the Facebook page and make fun of us. No, don't it's, do that. It's, it started. Oh, except, are you serious? Except it's not people who dislike us. It's yeah. people who like us just coming on giving us shit affectionately. Really? Isn't yeah. the internet full of enough people giving us <laughs> shit? Like, you know, the internet is, that's the one thing that like, if you were like, you know, building yourself an internet of your own yeah. and you're like, well, what do we need to add to the internet to make it like, you know, better? All right, here are some things that the internet does not need more of. Angry, uh, anonymous commentators. Yeah, correct. Tick. That yeah. box is already filled. People who hate things, no matter what those things are, that box is already filled. Porn. There is, there's enough porn. Now, if they made no more porn from now uh, on, nobody would have the time to watch every bit of porn that is already you out know, there. Well, you know what I'm starting to, this starting to scare me about porn is I think I've seen all of it. Like, I'm pretty what? sure I've seen all the porn on the there's internet. Because no, no I am starting porn. to recognize, like, girls and clips. Like, I'm seeing, like, I can go scroll through a page and go, yeah, like, not specifically every single one, but, like, it's starting to look familiar. Really? There's an infinite world of porn out there, and I reckon I'm starting to know it. Right. It's like, it's almost like I've been studying, like, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. For 30 years, and now, like, it's starting, this this picture is starting to form. Well, you're finally seeing the patterns yeah. that are inside the and matrix. And the pattern is, you are pathetic. <laughs> Do some work. <laughs> Do some fucking work. <laughs> but it's true, man. Like, this, yeah. the, the thing that the pornography has done now is it's, it's, it's changed my view of ordinary terms. Like, mm. a friend of mine 
he his friend showed him a, an application for his iPhone, which was an ATM, yeah. uh, an ATM locator, yeah. an ATM hunter. Yeah. But because of porn, yeah. ATM is asked to mouth. Yeah. And that happens to me all the time. Mm. DP. The amount of times you, you're at like a, a hole in the wall where people are trying to get cash out. I just stick my dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> Making some deposits of your own <laughs> at the bank. And DP, which you would use in director, making films. Director of photography, yeah. yeah. This is my DP. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's corrupting my mind. And I had a friend in high school called BJ, and now BJ is like a... yeah. But that's, that was before pre-internet. I think like terms like ass to mouth and yeah. double penetration, I think are only fairly recent, aren't they? I don't know. Ass to mouth definitely yeah. is recent. Yeah. A2M. Yeah. Is it A2? ATM. Well, it's ATM, but it's a, I think the kind of cool Twitter yeah. version, version, version is A2M. Right. That sounds more like a, like a, you know, uh, a band. Act. Yeah, exactly. Ass to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> we are A2M. It's like two unlimited. Yeah. Ass to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. When boys to men went out of business, they became ass to mouth. <laughs> Have you seen that? Um, uh, not not boys to men. Uh, Backstreet Boys and New Kids are teaming up for like a mega mega boy band tour. Are you serious? Yeah, the American Music Awards a few weeks. That is like like a DC Comics crew yeah, and so, a yeah, Marvel crew. Totally, coming it's together. like the Avengers yeah. and the Justice League getting working together. together. Exactly. Yeah. It's really weird. They played at the uh, American Music Awards and they were on stage together and they did like a medley of both songs and they were like swapping like, you know, so someone from Backstreet Boys would yeah. do, do a New Kids kind of song. Like they would swap lyrics. It's like, wow, who brokered this peace treaty? Yeah. I mean, it must have been Kofi Annan or someone was brought in yeah. to bring the two super boy bands together. Jack Thompson. Yes. I assume it was probably Jack Thompson. Yeah. He's the only guy who could, <laughs> as we've discussed before, Jack Thompson is the only guy who would make that shit happen. He was at the um, IF Awards mm. sitting two rows in front of me and I all I wanted to... Well, I wanted to go talk to him but I was there with my girlfriend and I yeah. was worried that if I talked to him she would somehow end up living with yeah. him yeah. <laughs> and her sister. That's, that's, that's right. I mean, the guy has eerie powers over women, <laughs> yeah. obviously. I How's this? I thought I developed... Because we've spoken before on the podcast about how I... Like, I don't think that I can control birds. But it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And occasionally I still check. Like the other day I checked. Because my big fear in life is that I have a superpower, but I will get to the end of my life and never discover that I had the superpower because I didn't occasionally check to see if the powers had kicked in yeah. yet. Logical. Right. So um, the other day, I five times, six times in a row, uh, electric shocks I electric shocked somebody or I electric yeah. shocked things, yeah. you know? Like the sort of thing you do if you like, you know, rubbed, rubbed your carpet. socks on the carpet, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. But it was happening over and over and over again. And I was starting to like... In the same location? Yeah, in the same location. Yeah. As it turns out, our best theory was that I think there was actually like a... Electrical charge? Because yeah, like there were a... some building workers <laughs> working down the thing and I actually think there was some wiring that was going... Because it was only near one window too, in retrospect. Yeah, right. I think... Like I thought I developed superpowers, window. but actually I was almost about to die. Yeah, being slowly electrocuted. Yeah, yeah in tiny little surges. Oh, well, there goes my heart. Better than a Red Bull. And so, but for a moment, because that's happened to me once before in my life. I have like I yeah. had a, a period of time where I had electricity going between my fingers. Both of these times happened when Australia was playing. The first time was when Australia was playing the West Indies in Test match cricket. Yeah, right. And the second time, the other day, was when Australia were playing uh, in the Ashes okay. against England in Test match cricket. And I thought it's awakening your mutant, your mutant. Power. Imagine if that was my superpower that I had the power to control electricity, but only when Australia were playing Test match cricket. 
that was the only time that my power kicked in. But I could fight as much crime as I could in that period. Of in time. that five days, yeah. But it also gave the Australians like an extra incentive to like hold on in the fifth day. You know, like I mean, like I know that we can't win this match, but you know, Will's fighting a crime, and we don't want him to power down. That would be a pretty specific superpower. I was watching um, Unbreakable the other day. Oh yeah, and you know, you're a big fan of M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, but um, I, 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 at that point, I was still a fan of M Night Shyamalan. Though. Yeah. So the premise of Unbreakable, anyone yeah. who hasn't seen it, is that um, Bruce Willis plays a, a superhero who hasn't awakened to his own power yet. Yeah. And basically, his superpower is he's invincible. Yeah. He is literally unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. If that was your superpower. Ain't much of a superpower. Like, if you're only... If you just couldn't be harmed by anything, yeah. but you had still had ordinary strength, ordinary intellect, or whatever, yeah. like, how many situations are you going to be really valuable in? Because yeah. even if you got... You set, can't be killed, but you can still get tired. Yeah, well... You yeah, still I, get a stitch. I guess... No, I don't think he... Can you get a stitch? No, I don't think he gets a stitch. Okay. I don't think he has anything that affects him. But right. the, the fact is, like, I mean... But you could, like... It wouldn't hurt if you punched someone, but would your arms get tired? Or is that pain as well? If you're unbreakable... Like, do your arms still get tired? Yeah. Because the thing that stops you from running really fast that your legs hurt? Yeah, yeah. Or is it your... Uh... No, I think it's just like, I mean, it would be a combination of like muscle size yeah. and reflexes and all that kind of stuff. But if your legs didn't hurt, like if your muscle recovery time and all that stuff, you could just work out heaps. Like, and become strong and Yeah, tough. but I don't think that would necessarily make you the strongest or the fastest. You would probably maximize your abilities and you know your god-given abilities i don't think that necessarily makes you the strongest or the yeah. fastest right so you'd be a superhero who could punch like you could actually punch out a an enemy but like you wouldn't be able to do it in one punch yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just have to punch them over and over and over and over and over like you'd be walking around with them for like three days and they're just like bashing them until finally <laughs> yeah i don't think it's much of a superpower because so you you are invulnerable so you're going to be yeah. caught on in situations which are too dangerous for other human beings to go into. So the Chilean miner thing, for yeah. instance, like they may have blasted a hole and said, well, look, we'll just give you a shovel and yeah. a pick. Can you go down there and sort it out? But this, what is this guy going to do? What is yeah. Bruce Willis going to do? Because he can't actually shift the boulders himself. He can't like magic them away or anything like that. He's still just a human who can't himself get hurt. It's not really... Yeah, and he could still get trapped down there, couldn't he? Yeah, he could get trapped himself. Yeah. And then he's unbreakable, so he can't die. Yeah. <laughs> so Bullshit. Like, yeah. yeah. You could bury him alive forever. Yeah. So oh, that's not, not good. It's not a superpower, is it? No. Well, it is a superpower still. Like you could well, be, I don't know. Like if there was a gas attack or whatever, you'd be the guy. Like, you know, if there was a poison gas somewhere. Yeah. Or if there was radioactive, like there was some sort of nuclear fallout. Or but whatever. how much is one guy going to do? So just say like uh, there's a nuclear reactor <laughs> yeah. and there's a leak. And so 200 employees are all sick and, and lying around and he has to get them out. Is yeah. he going to drive in there? With like a whatever protective lead soaked a lead lined ambulance, and then yeah. one by one load those people into the fucking ambulance, take them out. Like just one guy. There's 200 people. Like the rest of them. By the time he gets through the first 10, the rest are going to be dead. Well, he's saving some people. He's not a superhero, is what I'm saying. Right. He has an extraordinary ability. Yeah. But he's not a superhero. Right. So because, what? So he's got to do something kind of heroic. Well, then again, heroic is the fact that... Well, that's not heroic because he's not risking anything to go in there. No. The guy's not a fucking hero, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm blowing the lid right off this thing. <laughs> it never struck me, but just watching the other day, I was like, why is he a hero? Just because he doesn't... If, but you, being were, if you were with me, if I was unbreakable, hmm. I wouldn't be classed as a hero because I'd just be me. I wouldn't be motivated. because. But you wouldn't, be doing, you wouldn't be using that power? I just can't think of a way where I'd apply it in my life to... Well, I mean, use it 
to to better myself or just yeah. to better the I mean, if you were if you were unbreakable if you discovered you were unbreakable would you not use that power like if i discovered that i could control birds yeah like i would use that power to <laughs> wreak havoc on my enemies <laughs> I would. That's actually what I would. There'd certainly at least be a period where I control birds to do my bidding and to do my evil and to like you know peck people I didn't like and yeah. stuff. But yeah. that can see that that superpower you can affect yeah. other people. But as someone who's invincible, but you're not stronger yeah. or faster or smarter or anything, you can it only affects you. So like, there's not that much you can really do. I mean, yeah. How would I? How would you even use it to exact revenge on your enemies? Like, how would your invincibility? Like, how would you? I mean, what, drive a car into the house? Exactly. Like no, why not? You just get them in the car with you and you drive the car into like a, into a house or into <laughs> like a pole and they would all die <laughs> and you'd walk away because you're unbreakable. Well, maybe that's what he does then. You'd take them skydiving. And maybe you'd be like, I really, I've just got my skydiving license. We can go tandem. <laughs> no, I'll pull the chute. Ah, unbreakable. <laughs> unbreakable it'd be like a really hardcore version of punk yeah that's right that's what i would use it for if yes. i was unbreakable i would do like a punk show where every day da- every time i punk someone and they died punk someone into doing something really really dangerous with you and they keep asking you the whole time is this safe and you're like well for one of us it is yeah. you sure we can dive off this really uh mount that says that that water down there is really shallow well, mate i'll do it first well one of us can. here we go <laughs> Why are you whispering to yourself? You why, why do every time I ask you something dangerous, you answer out loud, then you whisper mutterly to yourself? It's kind of off-putting. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's a good point there, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm full of them. Uh, what got us under that? I don't know. We're talking about superheroes. Mm. What were we talking about? Uh, electricity. Oh, electricity, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Electricity. Now, well, look, there may have been an- another reason that um, I uh, was convinced that I developed superpowers. And uh, that reason I'm about to explain to you by showing you something. You will have to describe it for the people who are listening at home. Okay. Uh, there you go. I've passed it over to you. It's a card. Yep. It's an identification card with a photo yep. of Will on the left-hand side yep. from the state of California. Medical marijuana patient verification card, <laughs> William Anderson. And it gives Will's details. Yep. And it says this is a medical... Will Anderson is a medical marijuana patient of... And it gives a doctor's yep. name. And his Doctor, Doctor Nick Riviera. <laughs> I was going to say, Doctor Easily Full. What did you? Um... This is legal. This is a license that I can carry around, and I can legally so can get my medicine. Pot, pot, can you smoke pot anywhere, or do you still have to smoke? Like, are there restrictions about where you can smoke it? Yeah, yeah. Can you, you smoke can't... in the park? No, I don't think so. I think you have to smoke it inside in your own house. Yeah, in your own domicile. Yeah. Can you smoke it at someone else's domicile? Yeah, I think so. What's a domicile? I... <laughs> I've only heard the word. It means house, right? I've, I've been... I love the idea that like, you're going around to people. So, uh, nice patio. That's uh, good. Um, I really enjoy that. And I see you've got a sauna. Um, do you have a domicile? <laughs> or like you're going through the real estate pages, seeing if any of the places have a domicile. <laughs> what is a domicile? I get confused with a domicile and a bidet. Yeah. And it's like, if you're a domicile, I really need to yeah. take a shit. <laughs> Wait, do you shit in bidets or do you piss? <laughs> no, you don't do <laughs> What's a bidet? Or, or, in, or in domiciles. But no. what's a bidet? Uh, okay, a bidet. <laughs> Isn't that the thing? Oh, Did no, you not you watch your, Crocodile Dundee? You wash your ass with a bidet. You don't yeah. shit and piss. <laughs> no, you shit and piss in the toilet, which is right next to the bidet. So you use the toilet yeah. and then you move over to the bidet. Have you ever um, used uh, toilet in Japan? One of the Japanese electronic 
toilets? No. Oh, my God. It's like shitting in a Transformer's mouth. <laughs> it's so high tech. It's amazing. Like, the seat will have, like, like you know, 14 buttons on it. And you can and you can get heat going. And you can get, like, spray. You can pick the type of spray you want direct. You can get circular. some schoolgirls undies. Yeah, and some milk in a can. And some strange, like, penis animation yeah. with like, tentacles and penises. <laughs> It's so, it's like the way shitting was meant to be. Like, yeah. it's so wonderfully comforting. Yeah, right. You can buy them in Australia. You can buy these little things you put over the lid of your toilet, which yeah. is like this super tech Japanese toilet lid. I don't, it's funny, I don't know why we don't all have it. Right. Like, we're still using paper and, you know, some of us using corn husks. Yeah. It's weird, though, that, like, we haven't, because we, technology's you know, gotten good, man. Everyone's doing it. And it's like, you know, it's not a it's experience is particularly pleasant. So if you can, yeah, yeah we, we should do a show. It. Pimp my bog. <laughs> we can go around and play Paul's places. They can write into us. All right. Will really likes bowling. So we've taken his toilet and we've put some of his favorite things in here. We've put a 10-pin ball on the wall. We've got a bowling ball. And you press this button, he can watch bowling 24 hours a day while he's taking his shit. <laughs> or the best bit would be the, pre, the pre-pimping interview where it's like, this is my toilet. Yeah, my dad left me this toilet. Uh, you know, I've been using it for 15 years. As you can see, there's a big crack in the bowl. And, you know, there's a huntsman who lives in it. <laughs> I did love that about Pimp My Ride, that they would always, um, they would take their one thing that they were really into and that would become the theme yeah, yeah. of the car. Yeah. Like, if the guy was, like you said, like was really into 10-bin bowling, for example, they would, I remember seeing that one. Oh, I was gonna, the, they we must have watched it together. Because <laughs> the reason I brought that up is because... Uh, um, um, Exhibit. Exhibit, he could not get over how funny the, the, it would be to keep using balls puns. Like, he's gone, this is where so-and-so can keep his balls. Yeah. And then later on, and we can put a towel in here so he can clean his balls. Yeah. And like, he must have dropped that joke. Then he can put his balls times. in a pouch. When I get home, I'm going to suck my boyfriend's balls. balls. Wait a minute. It's gone too far. Cut. Um, what would be your, like, if my somebody thing. was going to pimp your, if they were going to say one thing about Charlie is... And, and then they were going to... Oh, fuck, I don't know. Probably, if I was probably, probably and, St. Kilda. If I was going to come around and... Oh, okay, great. So I'm going to come around and pimp your toilet. <laughs> yeah. Charlie really likes the St. Kilda Football Club. <laughs> so we've decided to uh, use his toilet paper, uh, the records of all their games. <laughs> <laughs> Every year but one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Every fucking yeah. every member of the Collingwood Football Club yeah. from this year's grand final could just be like screen printed onto a piece of toilet paper. Charlie can flush his turds like Sakura flushes dreams every year. <laughs> um, uh, you mentioned the Transformers. I read the other Yo. day that in the next Transformers movie, there's a controversial character name what? for one of the new Transformers. Now, this is internet gossip, so yeah. I suppose it it might not be true. But um, uh, apparently one of the new Transformers is going to be called Spastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm sorry. A Transformer called Spastic. Like, that is funny. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, look, I'm just as sensitive yeah. as anyone else, but that's funny. Like, look, if there's someone who has, like, cerebral palsy and call them the spastic, I think that's kind of cruel. But yeah. calling, like, a futuristic giant robot spastic, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Well, apparently the, the argument is that the word spastic, you know, is meant more as in, you know, like, I mean, it's got a different meaning now. The same yeah. way as, like, some people will argue that when somebody calls something gay, they're not actually making fun of homosexuals. Yeah. It's, it's, it's developed its That's own right. separate meaning to that now. Yeah. And they were saying that, you know, to go spastic in some, you know, yeah. in America isn't that sort of big, bigger deal. You yeah. know, it isn't that much of a slight. It's like a retard. Americans use retard a lot. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I actually thought it'd be good if the Transformer... I think it'd be a more positive thing rather than calling a Transformer spastic, which to me still... That's the Transformer. Was, is Leighton Hewitt like in the creative department <laughs> yeah. of Transformers 3? You're a spastic. That's the Transformer that always gets the closest park when they <laughs> convert... <laughs> When they have the Transformer Special Olympics, Spastic does really, really well. Um, no, I think it'd be good to incorporate a more positive uh, message into it. So I reckon it's like some sort of uh, like it's a it's an electronic wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. That turns into yeah. a Transformer. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. But the person who's like you know the disabled person who controls the wheelchair is still in the Transformer yeah. they're like oh, like Voltron high. yeah exactly yeah. like you know kind of controlling it and like stuff. a mech warrior that's a great idea yeah. yeah did you see the last Transformers the, no. the second one that's the one that I think and I, look because I, I haven't heard about the spastic thing yeah. but I think it could be like an extrapolation of in the in the second Transformers film, they had... Have you seen the first one? You, yeah, yeah, I saw the first okay, one. Because right. I love Transformers. And then I saw the first film and I went, I, oh. I shall not watch any more of this. Yeah, was, they're just weird, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. kind of... Uh, what I don't understand is that they imbue all the Transformers with these wacky kind of personalities. Like, one speaks like he's from Brooklyn. Another one sounds like an old English gentleman and yeah. stuff. It's like, just make them all sound like robots. Yeah. Like, why are we getting personalities? And why have none of them a fucking cassette boombox? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That was always my favourite. Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave. Yeah. And because, like, again, it goes to very specific abilities. Yeah. It's like your Unbreakable dude. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, There totally. are only certain situations in which Soundwave... Like, like Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's tough. <laughs> I'm sure, sure they should have had some sort of, like, iPod mini or something that turns into... No, it's sound, well, Soundwave is in the second one. Oh, right. And they, they really soup him up. Soundwave is actually, like, a satellite. So, oh, like, because right. he's, he's the head of communications yeah. or whatever. Um, but in the second one, they had these two Autobot characters, two of the good guys, called... I'm going to get this wrong. It's called Skid Marks and Mudflap. <laughs> what? Are you serious? And they are the most... Are like, they like Rosencrans and Gordonstern? Is it like comics? Is funnel, it like yeah, to be? like Shakespearean Fools. Yeah. Shakespearean Fools, if they were the most offensive African-American stereotypes. All oh, right. So Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, but that like... Kind of thing. Worse. Like Jar Jar Binks looks like fucking Morgan Freeman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next to these two. Right. Like one of them has a fucking gold tooth. Like oh. and it, and and the way they talk, like they, it's and it's it's kind of weird because they talk in jive. I thought yeah. jive hasn't been around for a while, right. but it's, it's it's not like kind of modern hip hop jive you'd hear like in you know, a Missy Elliott or whatever. Yeah. It's like uh, you know that scene in um, Flying High where that old lady gets <laughs> to speak jive. It's like seventies jive, like it's you know slim Jack, step back with that, you know that kind of shit. <laughs> it is so far like wow. it, I, it just I, you have no idea like how that fucking got across the line, like. And that's where I reckon Spastic has come from. Like, there must be some God, We got away with the racist shit. What else can we do? But it's not like they made a mistake where they like cast a couple of actors and you know those actors got their work done in three weeks. Like this, they're completely CGI characters. So there is probably like a year long process from the design of the characters to the voicing, the animating, where someone could listen to a like recording session and go, maybe we should get them to do it less buckwheat. <laughs> maybe. Is there any chance this is a little racist? There's one Can scene... I just run this by you guys? There's... Is there any chance this is a little racist? There's... It seems a little racist. There's one scene where, like, uh, you know, the, the, the Sheila Booth character, like, throws the, one of the, the... Skidmark or whatever his name is, they throw him, like, something to read, and he stares at it, yeah. and he's like, uh, uh, I don't read so good. And it's like, he's illiterate? <laughs> it's Isn't a fucking a robot. robot. From the future? <laughs> How is a robot illiterate? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it would make you think... And, and, and most of the rest of my robot family are in jail. <laughs> totally. Eating totally. fried he's, chicken he's and drinking, watermelon. Drinking grape juice. Yeah. They're, they're the uh, Transformers with the really huge penises. 
<laughs> They're really good at basketball. Yeah. Oh, excellent. excellent. Yeah. Um, okay. So, oh well. So I got my medicinal marijuana card. This was the the point. Yeah. And uh, it was so easy to get. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. So you don't have an ailment. Well, no. You know what the irony is? That if I'd lied, it would have been easier to get. Right. Because I do have a pre-existing ailment, which is like, you know, I, you know, I dislocated my hips and I have this like reoccurring pain that I've had for like four years and I do have a lot of trouble sleeping. So I went in and told them the truth. But when you have like an actual ailment like that, you need to supply your medical records. And because I'm in a different country and I don't really have those records anymore, um, he said, he was like, oh, well, actually you're meant to supply your medical records. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to get this you know, license, right? Uh, and he went, oh, I can only give you one for three months. <laughs> Because because you have no medical records, I'll only give you this three license months for three worth months. Of pot. But yeah, so how does it work? Have you bought some yet? Yeah. Okay. So, but okay. So when you first go to the doctor, this is the first bit. Yeah. Like it is so brilliant because they they give you the answers. So you're sitting in the waiting room, right? And uh, like you know, you're filling in all the forms that you're meant to fill in, and and Are they really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's just eight pages of forms. Like, you know, do you like PlayStation? (laughs) (laughs) How does food taste? Uh, (laughs) Do you think not another teen movie is funny? Yeah, exactly. Do you have heaps of spare time that you like to fill with something? Um, uh, No, it's... uh, Do you have a box set of alias that you really need to get through? (laughs) Is your name W. Anderson? (laughs) You go... Yeah, so you go in and you fill in all these forms. And with the sleep one, the dude behind the counter said to me, said, so, you know, there's this and you'll put a score in each of these boxes... Make sure it adds up to more than 10. Did he actually say that? He said that to me. I honestly felt like leaning in and going, if you give me the answers, I will never learn. I guess there's just too many stone people sitting in the corner that's drawing gonna, cock and balls. Yeah, on them. that's what I was going to say. Like that sounds to me like a screening yeah. process. Like yeah. when you're stoned, eight pages is like, yeah. oh man, let you get through through two and it's like, is Simpsons on? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, somebody's making it into just like paper planes. <laughs> there's a guy in the corner just like sleep, but he's made his into a pirate hat. <laughs> so, <laughs> One guy's eating it because he's got the munchies. So you go in, yeah. you, so you fill in all your forms. You go in and you talk to the doctor. And the doctor, by the way, is sitting in a room that when we've described um, our studio here, the Tofop studio, <laughs> two people had, uh, before, it's your front room, yeah. that used to be quite jumbled with, you know, shit. shit, but it's actually cleaned up a bit now. Yeah, it looked like Septo and Sun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Septo and Sun. Well, this now, like this room that we're in right now, is nicer than the doctor's surgery Great. that I went Reputable. into for a start. Yeah. Uh, but he did do a, like... Was it like the doctor from, you know, the, the Tim Burton Batman when... Uh, Jack Nicholson, like when you first see him as the Joker and he's like sitting in a chair and like the doctor's like, he's got all these rusty tools and stuff. And he's like, yeah. mirror, mirror. And I, yeah, and then I smashed a bong. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, he um, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Ironically, you couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, which is always something I look for in a doctor. Yeah, definitely. That's a that real... just says serious. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm just about to flee the country. Yeah. I am ready to go at any that stage. That says four years of medical school. Good enough. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. He did the test and like, and he does all the like, you know, he, he takes your blood pressure and does all those actual medical things that you're meant to do. And at the end, he's like, you know, well, I can give you this license for, for three months and, you know, give us your money and we'll take a photo and, and bang. And then so you just carry that with you and it's registered with the police and stuff. So if they stopped you and you had weed or whatever that you could, you know, you'd say, oh, no, I've got so this So you can card. carry it on you. It's like having a weapon. Yeah. It's like you got a gun license. Yeah. Well, this is a country where you can carry a gun. 
With a license. Yeah, with a license. Yeah. So I, you know. You carry a smoke gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if I was going to run into somebody, I'd rather run into somebody who had weed in their pocket. Yeah. I'd <laughs> like to be gun. held up by someone with weed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me all your money. Yeah. Or, or I'll, I'll make you really want to eat fucking yeah. In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. So I got the license. And then, yeah. yeah so that's the that part of it. Then you have to go to one of the dispensaries. Yeah. To, to, to buy the weed. And once you get to the dispensary, all artifice that it's a medical procedure <laughs> of any kind goes completely out the window. Yeah. Like, not once in the dispensaries are they ever asking you, so what is your particular ailment? Yeah, ailment? Right. There's like, in which form would you like to ingest weed? <laughs> what is it that we can do for you? So you walk in, and for starters, the variety is just overwhelming. Yeah. Like, because here... Like it's weed's weed. It's weed. Yeah. It's one, one flavor. Yeah. Weed. Yeah. And we'll just have that. Yeah. Like maybe hydro or bush, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Whereas there, it's like they have like um, all these things that are like for daytime, for nighttime, for full body, for like, and they've all got different varieties, and they are all named up like yeah. You know, so you can have the pineapple express. Yeah. Or you can have the Michael Phelps. A yellow Kush. Yeah, totally. So can you get one? Because I, I stayed with this guy who had a medical marijuana car, and he he was the same thing. Had he had them set up on his dresser, like you know, like jewelry in a way. Like he yeah. said, this is the daytime one, this yeah. is the nighttime one. And he said there was a strain, I'm not sure if this is true or not, that has no paranoia. Yeah, right. Have you heard about that? Or did they have that available? I enjoy the paranoia. <laughs> I want more paranoia. <laughs> well, I said, too. I'm going home to watch a box set of Alias. I really want to be paranoid at the end of but, it. Because that seems to be the number one complaint for people who don't like weed. Yeah, is it, is it paranoid? paranoid? Yeah. So if that is true, like if they if they actually could breed a strain, like there is a huge... Mu- I mean, I'm amazed that it wasn't legalized with that. Was it Prop 16 or whatever the fuck? Yeah, that that Prop 19, I think. Prop 19. And they um, and that was part of the problem. All the stoners had the numbers up the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> they actually think that... They Prop had- 91! <laughs> Prop 91! <laughs> We seem to have legalized last week abortion, but we haven't legalized weed. I don't know what's gone wrong. All the stoners are just like, oh, I'm sick of filling in forms. I had to fill in eight forms to get this card in the first place. But that's the danger of like, you know, making a stoner comedy, you know, is that people won't actually go see it. Like if you make a stoner movie, chances are your fucking target audience are going to go, oh, I'll see it when it comes out on DVD or I'll yeah. burn it or I'll download it. You know, stoners aren't the best people to market to when it comes to like, live events or getting them oh maybe Mate, music festivals I guess there's a reason that uh, pizza gets delivered <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying people are like well if I have to go out for pizza but um, it, it's a really interesting uh, they said like uh, in the papers the big debate was they said that stoners didn't go out that yeah. was the problem they didn't go out and vote because a lot of them already have like their medical marijuana cards and whatever. They were just like, well, yeah. you know. It's uh, like the vampires in True Blood. You know, they like to, they're private people. They yeah. like to, you know, stick to themselves. You know, they don't mind in- interacting with normal humans, but they like to keep their own world separate. The more interesting bit about uh, the dispensaries is less the weed and more the... Although there is vending machines as well. For weed. For weed. So, like, you can go up to the vending machine, right, and the, there'll be various different, like, you know, strains and varieties, but also... If you don't want to just like buy some weed and go home and do with it what you will do with it, you can just go in and buy like in a little tube, like three joints, ah, three rolled. That's awesome. Yeah, for like you know whatever bucks or what. You know, Are they you rolled can... well? Is there some guy doing that by hand, or is there a machine doing it? When I first went to this dispensary, they gave me a joint as a free gift because it was my first time. Threw it in. 
What is this wonderful paradise you've entered? <laughs> it is honestly like a stoner's Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yes. I felt like I had won a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can make you stone? <laughs> Color up the world. I know. It was just... The doobie man can. <laughs> run, Will. Take your ticket. Run. Run all the way home. And don't look back till you get there. <laughs> I want the Pineapple Express and I want it now. <laughs> Um, but the, but they have combined it with chocolate. This is the thing. So you go genius. In, so so get the, all the weeds are over one side, or right. the, then you got the dispensary machine. But then you get to the edibles, and this is where shit gets interesting yeah, because right. it is just you know there's um, popcorn, yeah. caramel popcorn mm-hmm. that gets you high. There's Tex Mix, you know, like you know cheese biscuits yeah, and yeah. that sort of savory thing that gets you high. Yeah. There's cheesecake that gets you high. There's brownies that get you high. There's biscuits that get you high. There's drinks that get you high. You know what it's made me do? Get high? Yes. (laughs) And resent foods that don't get me high. (laughs) Now I feel... Oh, my God, Now I feel like just eating a normal food is not enough. Yeah, totally. Because there is no food that couldn't be improved by the expression, and it gets you high. Yeah. Like, if you said, like, you know, this... Yeah, a three-hat restaurant. It's a really good restaurant. But now their food gets you high. That's a full hat restaurant. And can you taste the weed in the? How many of the food products are you sampled? All of them. Are you? No, serious? no, but most a lot. A lot. And can you taste it? Like, do they taste a bit manky? Or? No, like it's. Re- this is the other thing. It's really good. It's kind of dangerous to be honest it's with you because it's like brilliant bastards. I know because like you know you have a little bit of uh, cheesecake and you're like oh. Oh, I'm some cheesecake. I mean, it's brilliant. Like, it's actually cutting out the middle man. Yeah. It's like a three-step process. If I get stoned, get hungry, want to yeah. eat. Here, it's like, I'm going to get stoned yeah. and eat. Cut out the hungry part. Yeah. It's fucking genius. Yeah, it's like um, the iPhone. They but, put everything in the one place. But how do, they, how do they work it out? I mean, if you're getting pre-rolled joints and yeah. pre-mixed cakes and shit, like, because every person's different and how much weed they smoke. Like, I don't roll very strong joints I only put a little bit of weed in because I don't like getting really really fucked up yep. so is there a way of telling like I mean do they stamp the side of the cake or something with like three weed leaf symbol or something like that they do kind of they they the t- strength they tell you what a dose is okay cool like you know so like you know like it might be you know one one you know slice of the brownie is one dose right so then you kind of gauge by yourself you know how much you know, you can you can kind of do or how much you want to do and that sort of thing. And yeah. I'm like you when it comes to joints. Like with the one they gave me as my free gift uh, was like a pure weed, like yeah, and it was strong. And that was not how I would normally. <laughs> Did you take it back? Did like, you return it? This is it? so strong. Yeah, with a receipt. This free weed. <laughs> this free legal weed that you have given me. I hope you're happy with yourselves. I, honestly, it's um, it's. I've had these like moments because there's this awesome um, takeaway vegan restaurant around the corner um, from where I'm living. You're never going to come back. And and it's they make um, vegan chicken nuggets oh, and great. vegan like snack food, like you know, like you know, junk food, junk food. Yeah, yeah. But it's all vegan, right? Vunk food. Yeah. So I've been getting stoned on my medicinal marijuana and getting takeaway vegan, and all I do is sit there going, "This is legal, and nothing had to die." Yeah. This is just, I feel guilt, guilt, guilt free. free. Guilt it's legal. Free. Totally. I'm not breaking the law. This is no. legal. I'm allowed. And that's the thing that still, like, freaks me out. Like, I went the other day and I went and got some stuff, right? And they give you a brown paper bag. And then I just went in the coffee shop and put it down, like, you know, while I was just there on the table. You've gotten so used to, Legally. Hi- to hiding it, sticking it in your ass cheeks. <laughs> 
Is that like, what you did? I'm in the dispensary putting the... <laughs> Mr. Anderson, put your pants back on. It's fine. Oh, no, 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 no. I know how this goes. It's legal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it also comes in, it comes in little uh, like pill bottles with all the label on the, the front. Like medicine. Sort of, yeah, like medicine. It's medicine. It's That's so what it is, Charlie. It is medicine. It's medicine. It's from the earth. Yeah. It can only be good. Yeah. It's so, amazing. So um, so how often have you been? Like, are you... I mean, do they have like a frequent... Like, is it like Starbucks where you can get your card stamped? Yeah, I've got like, co- coupons. Yeah. <laughs> every 10th visit, you get like a free joint or something. I mean, why not? Like, is it... Who, so who's running it? It's the government, yeah? Well, the government, that I was, guess... If they were smart, man, they could fucking monetize this... I mean, this is why I thought it was so bizarre that Prop well, 19 didn't get through. Well, that's it? why it got on the ballot in the first place, though, because the economy is so fucked yeah. in America at the moment. And if they can tax it, they can just, I mean, they'll make a lot of money out of it. So they already, obviously, they like, these dispensaries are legal, so they, you know, they're just like a business. They pay their, their taxes. But I'm talking like the, the way you can expand on, I mean, not just selling weed, but all the associated paraphernalia. Like, you know, think about... You know, the DVDs, you could have a DVD rack in the dispensary of all, like, Adam Sandler films yeah. or, you know, fucking Deep Just, Purple and Pink what? Floyd, you know. Like, you could market specifically to that group, and I reckon you'd fucking make a packet, you know. Well, I imagine that you probably would. Like, I mean, in the same way as, like, you know, if you're going to open a kebab shop, you open it next to a pub. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to open a shop that sells shiny, shiny shit, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you... Yeah, would open it next to a weed dispensary. Yeah, totally. But yeah. I mean, like, if they if it did go legal and you could have, you know, just say you go to, like, the cinema to see the latest Adam Sandler film, you know, and you could get, like, a choc top, a Coke, and a joint, you know? It'd yeah. be fucking brilliant. Well, that's, I mean, like, that the one that really appeals to me of all of them um, is that uh, is the, the caramel popcorn. Yeah. That's because amazing. I never even heard of that. It's because it tastes delicious. Like, you know, so you can sit there and watch, like, a, you know a movie and like just eat some caramel popcorn and then just slowly get stoned get stoned so but I and mean, then but you how present they other foods <laughs> that do not get you stoned you're like why am I eating this <laughs> when I could be eating something that quite easily could be getting See, you stoned it's a shame you're not a, a, a carnivore because you could be like breeding sheep and just feeding them on pure just grazing them on, yeah. on dope it's like, like you'd the, have the dopiest steak going around. Yeah, like the um, you know, with the wagyu beef where they feed them like beer and grain and stuff, and they massage them and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. just dope. They just put the cows into bean bags, just fucking feed them dope. Yeah. A smoked ham that is actually <laughs> literally smoked. <laughs> That'd be awesome. My dog ate dope. Have we talked about this before? No. Yeah, uh, Gemma and I were editing a video out in um, part of town that uh, has a shooting gallery in it. And oh. um, uh, a heroin shooting gallery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a duck shooting gallery. Are, we, are there any other shooting galleries that you know of in Australia? Like, I, I, I mean, a rifle range. Tell know. me where one rifle range is. Have you ever heard of anyone going to a rifle range? Yeah, I went, uh, when I went to Hamilton Island, I, I went and shot guns at the rifle range. And um, my uh, my osteo uh, goes shooting all the time. Okay, point taken. <laughs> wasn't a rival range. It was a heroin shooting gallery. Uh, we were editing this. And in pretty much every, in a lot of episodes of Alias and other cop shows, <laughs> when they want to have an important conversation, one of the characters is normally down at the rifle range <laughs> shooting targets where they need to be interrupted in the middle of it. It'd be better, though, if, you know, they, Jennifer Garner goes into the rifle range and you see Michael Vartan shooting up. Can't really talk right now. I'm just, um, you know, I'm, uh... <laughs> uh, So there was a heroin gallery. 
Yeah, there's a shooting gallery. Yeah. We didn't know this at the time, uh, nearby where we were editing. We just knew that we let the dog out to go for a wee. And then when he came back in, it was only 10 minutes later, he just started acting a bit woozy. And we saw his back legs kind of go, and we thought, oh, maybe he's hurt himself. So we took him to a vet. Yeah. And they thought, well, maybe he's eaten rat bait or something like that. And yeah. So they induced vomiting, and they couldn't find anything in that that was... Uh, which, by the way... Worst job in the world. <laughs> like inducing animals to vomit and then picking through the vomit to find out what they've eaten. How do you induce them to vomit? Do you stick your fingers down their throat? No, I think it's salt water in the eye oh, or something oh, like that. Oh, really? Or semen. Something like that. <laughs> Is that what that um, Julian Lennon song was about? Salt water, <laughs> salt water tears in my eyes. What, about semen or being prompted to vomit by his doctor? Not sure. Either? Yeah. Uh, Imagine if Julian Lennon's gone in and I've written this song. I think it was a real word. Uh, what's it called, Julian? Um, it's called Salt uh, Saltwater Jizz in My Eye. <laughs> like, uh, it's, you know what's catchy? I like it. It's a title change. Because I mean, he's like, well, that's an experience that people have. They quite often get like jizz in their eye and it's salty. Do you, do you reckon that song, you know how like for a long time Julian was like, hey, I'm not my dad. Yeah. I'm not my father. I'm my own artist. And for a while, he was recording music, which didn't sound much like John Lennon. Mm. And then he kind of had a quiet period. And then he comes out with Saltwater, mm. which sounds exactly like a Beatles song. And he sounds exactly like his father. Do you think he just sort of was like, well, fuck it. Like, I need a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> this, this touring shit is hard. I'm just going to release one single. Because that, that would be arguably his biggest hit. I can't think of one other song. That was definitely his biggest no, hit. he had the other one, Too Late for Goodbyes. It's just too late for goodbyes. Wow, <laughs> wow. What? Remember that song? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. So Saltwater's his biggest yeah. hit. Uh, well, yeah, that was a big hit. And um, uh, I, it always struck me as something he'd found down the back of the couch at home. And I, I, I always think that, you know, when I listen to um, that, that great whole album that Courtney Love did when uh, she was with Kurt Cobain, when you listen to that whole album... Um, they're all Nirvana songs. Yeah, right. Like, they're just all clearly songs that at least Kurt Cobain had some... Input in. Input into, because nothing she's ever recorded on any of her other albums sounds anything like it. Yeah, and it's yeah, by yeah. far and away the most successful <laughs> album. And it was clearly just shit that Kurt had down the back of the couch <laughs> that she's recorded and had this really successful album. I get the impression with uh, the old saltwater tears in my eyes. But he was digging through his dad's yeah. things. And, like, John's rejected ideas. <laughs> Like, because every like every comedian has a notebook full of things that you've written down and never gone. Like yeah. in mine, there's been in this idea for like honestly, probably for ten years. Just I had a note that was like, uh, McHammer. So like instead of MC Hammer, McHammer, Scottish, the Scottish star. MC Hammer. <laughs> like that's my whole idea that I've never fleshed out. But I always thought it might be some radio sketch or if like I ever met like it could be a thing. I've never. But quite often when I'm looking through notebooks going, what could I write about? Well, if you ever, I, I stumble across McHammer. Well, if you ever have a son, you know, and you name him Will Jr. or something, yeah. and he's constantly living in your shadow, I reckon he's going to go, like, do an alternative kind of comedy for a yeah. while. And then he's just going, I need to retire. So yeah. he's going to do, like, a sitcom called McHammer. McHammer. <laughs> um, so, uh, what were we talking about before that? Julian Lennon, yeah, cheese in the eye. Oh, my dog. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, bravo. Uh, yeah, so my dog. So I feel he, like sometimes the conversations we have on this are like coming out of like levels of inception. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in a kick. Okay, where are we? All right. Uh, at, at the 15 minute yeah. mark, you have to drive the car over the bridge, yeah. right? So that we'll remember we're talking about dogs. <laughs> so he comes back in. He's all woozy. We take him to the vet. 
the vet uh, makes him vomit. They can't find anything in his stomach. And so they say, look, you better take him to hospital because it could be an aneurysm. It could be anything because he was like acting really woozy and dopey and he's spasming and all this kind of stuff. So he took him to the hospital and we thought he was on like, we're saying, we're saying goodbye for the last time. He looked really, really sick. And the doctors and the nurses, you kind of want a bit of reassurance, you know, from the doctors and nurses when you bring them in. They can say, oh, look, it's fine. You know, mm. But they weren't saying that. They were like, well, you know, we just have to take him for a night and we'll, we're going to run some tests and all this kind of stuff. So we wow. thought he was going to die. Yeah, and right. then um, it was actually quite <laughs> funny. Well, it's funny in retrospect because we know this ends. Yeah. That's, I need to point this out that if it feels like I'm not showing enough compassion, yeah, I've seen this dog. Today. Yeah, he was. He's just he a, was here he's, a minute ago. Yeah, he's here a minute so ago. I'm, <laughs> so we went home, and the next day the doctor called us, and they said, "Oh, he's you know, sprightly again." And so we've gone back in. And the doctor, Are we sure it was him? They didn't do that parents thing of getting another dog that looked like exactly <laughs> like him. They'll never notice. <laughs> No, was, I'm pretty sure it was him. So I've gone back in and the doctor, he was running through all the tests I did and he said that it wasn't um, rat bait because his vomit would be this color and it wasn't this and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't an aneurysm because this, blah, blah, blah. So he's gone, the only thing I conclude is it looks like he's consumed marijuana. And we were like, what? And he's like, well, yeah, you know, the symptoms are very similar to you know, a dog that's consumed marijuana. He's gone, I get a lot of dogs and cats who are brought in because their owners like blow smoke in their face or wow. feed them dope and blah, 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 blah. Imagine how much time you would spend licking yourself if you got stoned, <laughs> if you were a dog. <laughs> totally. Like, there's some dogs like, I don't know what happened last night, but I think I might have sucked off a rugby league player. <laughs> <laughs> I was so high. <laughs> I may have sucked off a rugby league player. <laughs> oh, dude, I think this photo's on the net. This is so it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Fuck. I thought it was a sausage. How I was twi- so how hungry. How twisted are you? You're getting with a rugby league. Don't you know where they've been? Yeah. That is disgusting. I actually don't think it is that. Like, I know it's it's like a topic that, but uh, and people who don't listen, uh, you know, in, in Australia won't even remember this story. But um, uh, John, there's a, a Canberra Raiders rugby league player called John. John people Manahan. who don't listen in Australia, you mean uh, the international toe poppers? The international toe poppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, might not know about the story of the rugby league player who stuck his dick in the mouth of a dog. Did you see the photo? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was that bad? Well, this is this is my point. Uh, look, I don't think he should have done it. <laughs> Thank God you fucking agree. Because I had the same thought. Like, because I only read the articles before I saw the photo and it was really strange. Like, news.com were running these... It was so salacious and kind of intriguing. Like, you know, this unnatural act, this, you know, disgusting photo that'll shock your brain and stuff like that. So I was like thinking, fucking hell. Like, I was expecting to see, like, you know, fucking hardcore A2M. And then you see the photo and it's... A guy lying on the ground laughing yeah. and a dog licking around his genitals. And you can see sort of just out of shot, two guys yeah. well, obviously watching and laughing. Well, then I, the, somebody's obviously taking the photo and in the photo there is two guys, one of whom yeah. is taking another photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like... The, the dog is being tied in. down. Yeah, or, but also yeah. it's not like this is CCTV yeah, footage yeah. or This is camera. what he does in his private time. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's having a relationship with a dog that they have busted. He is clearly trying to show drunk off. on a mad Monday going, ha, yeah. look at this, everyone take a photo, right? Which is an idiot thing to do and you shouldn't do that. But, yeah. but it's we, not like the we've, dog... all got, we've all got a mate like that. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. All I did... It's the guy you knew growing up who would eat a urinal cake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fats Alexander at high school ate a fish eye in biology. Yeah. He'd be the guy who put his... I'm not saying that he does put his dick <laughs> in dog's mouth, but you know what I mean? Like, there's always a guy. Mickey D, the but comedian, he's that... always the guy who... Like, it did not matter what occasion it was, at some stage, Mickey would get his... Cock out. Cock out. Yeah. 
Like Mickey used but to do a game where we'd like it'd be five o'clock in the morning, and he would like go around the apartment and he would uh, bang his dick on things, and people would have to identify what the surface was that he was banging his dick on. That was like, but that was like the life of the party. Chair, TV, my grandmother's face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a guy at my school who used to um, put a, a slice of bread between his butt cheeks and then get his dog to come up and eat the bread out of his butt cheeks. No. And then when the dog got to the end, he would fart in its face. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I love... I love the thought that's gone into that because he's like, he's gone, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll get the bread and I'll put it between my bum cheeks. Then I'll get the dog to eat the bread. And people are like, yeah, it's, it's good, man, but it feels like it needs a closer. <laughs> feels like having a dog eat bread out of your butt cheeks. Just it's not bringing it home. Have you got something that could tie it all together? Yeah, I'll find it in his face. Brilliant. <laughs> Job done. I kind of feel with what's his name, the, the rugby guy, Joel. Joel Monahan. Joel Monahan. That it was kind of a thing like that. You yeah. know, like you hear that urban myth about guys who'd put peanut butter peanut on their butter. balls and that kind of stuff. Well, as somebody pointed like out, if the dog had been, but if he was fucking the dog, like anally fucking the dog, yeah. or the dog seemed distressed. But in yeah. the photo, the dog seems to be quite happily licking his dick. Well, this or is whatever the, it's licking. This is the other thing. You own a dog. Yeah. But like anyone, <laughs> where's this guy? <laughs> you own a dog. And you get lonely. <laughs> Gentleman travels a lot. <laughs> You've got peanut butter in the pantry. <laughs> You've got bread. <laughs> uh, Charlie's like, this is not his. This is not the bread thing. I toast the bread. <laughs> I've twisted it around. Next level. Um, no, like anyone who's hung around with dogs, like know that dogs love nothing more than putting their heads. In people's groins. Yeah. Like groins, asses, whatever. Like, and If it he, smells, they will come. Yeah, totally. And they love... So I think that dog, if anything... like, I mean, he shouldn't have done it, right? But people said, oh, it's so cruel to the dog. The dog didn't know it's cruel. Yeah. As long as the dog, like you said, isn't distressed. in pain, isn't distressed, yeah. then the dog just... If anything, that dog is a hero to other dogs. <laughs> and you know why? Because dogs are constantly putting their head in people's groins. Finally, and this guy has gone... He, like, next time he's down at the park, he's like... High pouring yeah. other dogs. I, I got beyond the layer. He's like the first astronaut who went into space. Yeah. Like, he, I, I've seen what's there and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would have said to the other dogs. You know what? It actually doesn't taste quite as good as it looks. <laughs> but my point being this, that... And, and this might seem a little controversial, but here it is. I hate the Jews. <laughs> I think it is much more gross. People are like, it's so disgusting. It's so gross. And this... Maybe something that offends you, but here it is. I'm going to say it. I believe it is much more gross to kiss your dog. You know people who kiss their dogs? I'm one of those people. Yeah, exactly, right? Lots of... I mean, I, I would say it's... I don't know if it's the majority of dog owners, no, I'd but say, I'd certainly say a lot of dog owners... I would say majority of dog owners yeah. feel like they can kiss their yeah. dog. Yeah, and their dog will... Or at least if, if... Yeah, their dog will come and lick their face. It's not like yeah. you're coming home and you're like... You know, hooking in for a patch. You open the door, the dog's yeah. just wearing like an overcoat, throws it off. Yeah. But, you know, but like, you know, yeah, okay. But I think that's quite normal. Yeah, I yeah. think lots of people do that, right? Yeah. Dogs spend their entire fucking day licking each other's asses, fucking licking their own genitals, eating vomit, fucking rubbing their face in shit. And then you, like, fucking pash them. 
I'm not saying they're doing that nonstop. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a slight exaggeration. <laughs> but you know, I'm, I've got to get up at six, I've got to eat some vomit, then I've got to go and sniff another guy's ass. Busy, busy, busy. But you know what I mean? Like they do. Yeah, they do disgusting being, things. They do they disgusting like, things. They all like the time. disgusting things. Yeah. If a dog's mouth has been eating shit or vomit or licking, you know, its genitals, I would rather that tongue on my balls than in my mouth. I actually think that if you think about that, if that was your choice, that, that like one is much more hygienic than the other. One is much less gross than the other. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> it's just, and that's, that's the closing argument I'm going to make when I represent John Monahan. <laughs> I'm no fancy big city lawyer. In fact, I don't have a law degree at all, but I've come up with a convincing argument. All right, we have to close up. Um, now, we need oh. to say that this is going to be the last TOEFOP for... For 2010. Are you, are you coming back over Christmas? No. Okay, so this is the last yeah. TOEFOP for 2010. We're going to have a little break. A little break, yeah. And um, hopefully, well, we can't... I mean, it's it's not uh, determined as of yet, but hopefully, um, if you come over to LA yeah. in the new year, we're um, hoping we might do a big live uh, TOEFOP from none other than the Smog Castle where uh, Kevin Smith uh, does all his podcasts. That's right. It'll be our first ever live... Tofop with an audience, yeah. which will be weird because generally the audience is a dog in, in yeah. this place. We don't get the people to speak to. Yeah, that they. Um, I mean, I, Charlie and I are both like fans of Kevin Smith and, and what he's done with his podcast. And I've, when I've been in LA, I've gone and seen uh, you know a few of the sh- live shows he does there, and they hire out the the venue for people who you know do their own podcasts. And so we're hoping that we might be able to do that. So I thought I'd give it a plug now so that at least people could kind of... Look forward to that. If you are like in LA or if you know people in LA, you know, yeah. and if we can make it'll it happen. Be, it'll be like, you know, when sitcoms in the 80s, they'll do that sh- the episode where like Family Ties go to London or The Facts of Life came to Australia. Down like, under. It'll be Tofop yeah. uh, like in the US. Yeah, it'll be like our wacky adventures, you know, and we'll run into like some American stereotypes like a cowboy and like, and, and a like New a, York cab driver. And, and a celebrity we could afford. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be uh, the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> You've still got his number. It's a little callback to uh, last week's episode. Of if you could come in. So, um, yeah, so we're going to have a little break. Um, so probably uh, back around January is what yeah. we're thinking. Mid to late Jan. Yeah. Don't hold us to mid. More likely late, but who knows. And also, this is the internet. You could be listening to this at any stage. That's right. That's so. Right. You know. But episode 25. Fuck, it'll be episode 25. This is episode 24. Who's number 24 for the Bulldogs? Uh, oh, we've talked no, before about... You're terrible at this. I don't know numbers. Sean Dempster. For St. Kilda. Yeah, right. You should know that. It's a great way to remember pin numbers. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay, great. Well, for anyone listening, you could probably guess Charlie's pin numbers now. <laughs> and also, when I pimp your toilet, <laughs> I'm going to make sure there's a little 24... Sean Dempster. No, he's not my favorite player. Um, also, check out um, our Facebook page. We're going to have a website. That's the other exciting news. Awesome. Uh, By I, next time we'll be back, there'll be a website? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There'll be a website. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But yes. Yeah, no, that's good. I'll put pressure Possibly. on myself. Yeah, no, no, no. There will be a website. I actually have seen the designs myself. Um, Gemma is actually designing it for us. There's actually... It's very intimidating going out with a girlfriend who is so, like, multi-talented. She's yeah. a director. She's an artist. And she designs fucking websites. Yeah. But you're um, unbreakable. But I'm unbreakable. <laughs> So, I've got. I'm a, I'm a uni blooder. What are they called? Fucking universal burnout. <laughs> universal <donor. laughs> uni blooder. 
so the website will be coming soon, which I think is going to be really good because what um, we want to start encouraging is a bit more feedback from you guys. We're going to have an email address set up. Mm. I could set up something like Tofop at Gmail, but I thought we'd wait till we get the website. Yeah. Because it'd be good also to have like a bulletin board where people can come and discuss episodes and, you know. Exactly. And correct the things that we get wrong. Which is most of, of each episode. Uh, you can also follow Will on Twitter or myself yep. on Twitter. And um, there's a great little uh, Twitter called Tofop quotes. Um, it's not. It's independently run. Yeah, it's, um, not, it's not just us. It's not us. Just like slavishly going over every yeah. episode again and again and going, "Oh, Will, you're so funny." Here's yeah. a quote. It's I from, love it though. I, I, oh, I genuinely, awesome. it's one of my favorite things because I read back through them and I can never even remember <laughs> where it would have got to that point, <laughs> how we possibly would have justified what we've said, uh, and the amazing facts that we seem to make up all the time. So. <laughs> Get around that. That's fun. Uh, yeah. So, uh, did you notice that Tofop quotes? Because I made that a little, you know, snarky joke about how uh, it should be Tofop quotations and not Tofop quotes. Oh. They actually changed the name of it to Tofop quotations. Like, it's still you hashtag Tofop quotes. Yeah. But if you go to the Twitter account, it's been changed to Tofop quotations. Wow. So let me just apologise. Man, uh, you've got some power. No, I just I feel like a that's dick power, now. man. Do you reckon that's power? Yeah, definitely. And you know what? With small power, it becomes small More responsibilities. <laughs> Do you want to have another crack at that? <laughs> yeah. With, with small power comes small responsibilities. <laughs> uh, That's the lesson. Right? With tiny little bits of power come <laughs> tiny little bits of responsibilities. We uh, also want to wish, uh, wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy Hanukkah. Fuck. And we'll be back in 2011. It is like time travel, isn't it? How strange. Next time you hear us, it'll be the future. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't I don't know. know. It, could be, it could be the future now. It it's the internet. Is. Be the present. We don't. We don't need to think about time too specifically. Past. In fact, to be honest, we're not even recording this when we're pretending we recorded it. We recorded the last two in a row. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, let's not get into time. Too <laughs> I just see a, a whole spare, yeah. tearing in the space time. Exactly. Any minute now, Kathy Bates will come through <laughs> on a lazy Susan, and we will be in a lot of trouble. Uh, if you have listened to all the previous episodes, some of what we've talked about today will make sense. We appreciate that. <laughs> I'm Charlie Clausen. My name's Will Anderson. 